So, I was reading over your bio, and it says that you've worked in several positions at BYU-Idaho, and you were most recently hired as Managing Director of Student Success. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I started uh, just about 10 years ago, actually 10 years ago in September, at BYU-Idaho, and I was hired into IT. Uh, At that time, I worked as a project manager and an analyst for a product many students know now on campus called iPlan. And through that process, I actually became very familiar with many of the processes um, and support services at BYU-Idaho, especially those in advising. And I've uh, been grateful for the mentors that I've had and then also uh, the opportunities and trust that they've given to me as I've been able to progress in various roles. And now as the Managing Director of Student Success, I oversee advising, mentoring, and first-year experience where we'll We are really trying to um, surround students with the services and support they need to make them successful in and outside of the classroom. Nice. Man, so you have a lot of people depending on you in that, right? Yeah, and uh, really we have a great team. And when you look at the team of advisors, peer mentors, success coaches, career counselors, uh, you have a lot of people available to help uh, as many students as we can. Do you feel that not enough students take advantage of those services available? Yeah, you know, I think that students uh, have so many services and resources available to them that often the difficulty is for them to discern which ones they need. And so I think uh, the more that students engage with those services, the more successful they can likely be. And so our hope is to make all services available, but more importantly, help students understand which service at which time so they can fully leverage them. Awesome. I mean, like, I'm a senior right now, but I do wish that I had taken advantage of the many, many services that were available for um, back then when I was a freshman. Yeah, it it is true. And I I had that same experience going through my time as a student at BYU-Idaho. It's interesting. When you're living life, sometimes you you don't stop to think and actually engage in, in some of those people around you to support. And that's a key thing for us to know is we have to use those people around us to help us. Mm-hmm. Your bio also says that you and your wife, Heidi, met while attending BYU-Idaho during a sacrament meeting. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so uh, I had just come back from six months uh, teaching English in China, and uh, my wife had just barely come up here. It was uh, She actually came up during the summer uh, semester, summer session. Mm-hmm. So she was here early. I had just gotten back, and I decided to go to an old ward and went into sacrament meeting a little bit late. And uh, the bishop wisely told all of the people that were in the back to come to the front. And I, uh, as I went to the front, I noticed some of my friends um, from being in the ward previously. And I kind of went down the line and I saw this new girl. And so I decided to sit to next to that new girl. And uh, that was eventually to be my wife. And so we met then and uh, really lesson learned. It pays to attend sacrament meeting, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, we had we dated uh, for several months, were engaged, and then um, were able to both graduate from BYU-Idaho. Man, and it said that you, it was in the Smith Building, right? That's right. They've actually uh, changed that uh, room now. It used to be when you walked up the west entrance of the Smith Building, you went right into a really large uh, classroom, auditorium-like um, room. And they've changed that now to be several different rooms, but uh, that's where we met. Okay, nice. That really stood out to me because that's where I've been having sacrament meeting, like, as far as I know, my entire time here at BYU-Idaho. So maybe someday the same thing will happen to me. That's right. (laughs) And um, 
Um, what is something that you know now that you wish you had known when you were a student at BYU-Idaho? Yeah, I think we already talked a little bit about using the resources around yeah. you, but I think also to realize, and, and you'll hear this in the devotional, is that learning is a process that we have to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really difficult to understand. But if we're truly going to grasp the material that we're studying, we can't just study the material. We actually have to study how we're we're studying. What are we doing? Um, and in my devotional here, we reference some of the learning model mm-hmm. and that uh, as we prepare ourselves to learn by the Spirit, as we live worthy, as we pray, as we read the scriptures, we're preparing ourselves to engage in secular learning to a level that's deeper because the Spirit's assisting in our education. And coming from uh, a first-generation student background mm-hmm. and not having parents that had gone to college, Really, I, I was learning a lot of these things new for the first time, as many students are. And so you have to think, I'm not just here to learn math. I'm not just here to learn computer science or English. You have to say, I'm actually here to learn about how Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father have created a pattern for us to be successful as learners. Absolutely. I love that. Like, I really liked, I mean, just off the bat, I loved the title of your talk, Learning to Learn by how was it again? It was Yeah, learning to learn as disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, because it's one thing to go through the motions, but it's another thing to really understand why we're here at BYU Idaho. It's not just to um get the diploma so that we can move on to the next step, but yeah, it's preparing us for the real world. I've been talking about this with uh some of my friends and roommates recently about how they always say that college is when you enter the real world. But I feel like it's really not because you already, you still like, especially here at BYU-Idaho, you have so many people figuratively holding your hand, like in pretty much everything you do, you have counselors, you have academic um, advising, and you have, you know, the ward, and pretty much everyone is a member here. And so you can feel the spirit a lot more often. But the thing is, is that BYU-Idaho here is really preparing us for the real, real world. The next step, when we're going into the world where Not everyone is a member of the church, and so we need to be prepared to really become um, disciples of Jesus Christ, to be prepared for what's coming next. Yeah, and if you really become disciples of Jesus Christ while at BYU-Idaho, you don't leave BYU-Idaho and now have to live a different reality, but actually discipleship is your reality. And so when you leave here, you continue to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ in, in that area that you're living. Absolutely. How are you feeling about your upcoming devotional? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm just excited to give it, you know, a lot of preparation, a lot of anticipation. Um, tired of the wanted posters around campus with my face name on them. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to, to be able to give it and, and really just have the opportunity. What a blessed opportunity to testify to so many people about my testimony of learning of BYU-Idaho and of our Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so I think... Is this, is this not your first time giving a devotional? Yeah, this is my first time giving a devotional. Wow, man, that's exciting. How did you feel when you were asked to give one? Yeah, I was uh, both uh, excited for the opportunity while also um, aware of the enormity of the task, of the preparation that would require. And um, it, it was quite the process. Yeah. Can you tell us about the process from like when you um, tried to pick out your topic to when you finished? Yeah, and as uh, I've described learning, 
uh, I continue in that same process that began at BYU-Idaho as I'm learning to learn. And this process really was characterized by the learning that I engaged in and how to follow uh, the spirit in preparing my topic. I was, um, I'm in the middle of a, a doctoral program with a lot of homework. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I thought that I could kind of manage my own schedule. I actually prepared the talk well in advance. I had written exactly what I wanted to say, and I thought it was a phenomenal talk. And just about two to three weeks before it was actually due, when I'd already submitted it, uh, all of a sudden the nudges came and it, I realized I had uh, prepared the talk that I wanted to give, but not the talk that I needed to give. And so as I really um, put aside that talk and I actually uh, sought the Lord's guidance and help, uh, he taught me. And uh, my hope and prayer is that um, that topic will be a blessing to others. And I think that's really um, the learning process as the teacher prepares by the spirit and the learner prepares by the spirit together, they're edified. And so that process ended up being, um, preparing a talk that was, um, driven more by that, which I felt guided by the spirit rather than that talk, which I wanted to give. And, and that was a learning process for me. I'll, I'll take those lessons of, uh, learning by the spirit and I'll apply them to my own life as I hope others will as well. I'm sorry, I'm just like trying to process that because like that's so cool that you followed the promptings of the Spirit even though it was pretty close. I mean, yeah, even in, in the preparations, you were doing, you were practicing what you were preaching in your uh, new talk. Yeah, and that's the hope. And, and it's, it, it's hard. It, you know, uh, I thought I knew how to follow the Spirit when I was eight, when I was baptized. And I did good decisions. And when I was 12 and and so on. And, and now as I look back, I realized each of those times trying to follow the Spirit just prepares me for, for new challenges. So um, I'm not perfect at it, and, and nobody is. But um, as we seek to learn and discern the Spirit, we'll give, get opportunities. And what would you say is the main thing that you really want listeners of your devotional to take away? Yeah. So it's really connecting uh, some thoughts that have come from President Nelson over the last few years is specifically within the concept of our identities, which President Nelson has told us are child of God, child of the covenant, and disciples of Jesus Christ. And then he's also talked about spiritual momentum. And I think really merging those together, we can really see that as we understand who we are and seek to learn, that we gain spiritual momentum in our life. So my hope is that uh, students at BYU-Idaho and Pathway Worldwide students, and really anybody listening, will be able to look at it and say, hey, you know what? I have capacity because of my identity, and now I can go and act. I am an agent. I have agency to go and act and do these things. And specifically, the devotional focus on discipleship of Jesus Christ, which discipleship is the journey of mortality. And uh, as we engage in that identity as disciples of Jesus Christ, we will become. And uh, it's just truth. It's known. We will become as we follow those steps to learn as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Beautifully said. Thank you. Yes, thank you for coming in today. Yeah, you're welcome, and thank you for the invitation.